The Solo Shot is a two-player Star Wars Force and Destiny game featuring Angela and Billy. In this episode, Castian has been sent to a Trandoshan mining facility by the Empire to stop a slave rebellion. Inquisitor Castian Saya has ordered to leave his current mission to investigate a distress call nearby. Little does he know how familiar the situation will become. Castian, what did you do? 13-year-old Castian stares in disbelief at the sparking drill in front of him. It's one of these large industrial-sized drills that are meant to basically dig tunnels into these asteroids. And right now, it's broken on his watch. He has literally done nothing to break this thing. Maybe pressed a button to make sure that it's supposed to be going strong. But it just broke, and it's starting to fizzle right in front of him. Oh, no, 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 no. And as you stand there worried about what's going to happen, you hear the very familiar stomping, heavy footsteps of the Overseer. Castian gets close to the machine and tries to do basically a last-minute gambit to get from sparking. He, he, he's going to try to uh, rewire it quickly, but it doesn't work. It actually just sparks right in his face and he stumbles away, uh, clutching his, his skin that's already kind of burnt a little bit. Ah, huh. And this hulking Trandoshan storms into the, the end of this corridor that you've been tasked with. with. It, it's been your responsibility to oversee this drill. 13-year-olds and I'm moving on up. The Trandoshan, he stomps up to you and grabs you by the collar of your shirt and just hoists you up just on your very tiptoes. What have you done? No, no I, 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 I've done nothing. It's, it's just a drill. It's, it's old. I, I, I said it was... More excuses! And he slams you down onto the ground. <gasps> I hold my hand in pain. There's an audible crack. I've probably broken my wrist, and I'm hugging it to my body. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, di- I, di- I didn't do any. It was just, it's an old drill, and it just it just happened. I swear I didn't do anything. Why are you still talking? He kicks you in your ribs. I fall onto my side, whimpering pathetically. This is going to be the last time you ruin my equipment. He picks you up again and slams you into the wall. <sighs> I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to. Oh, the little human's going to Beg. I'm not begging. I'm not begging. I'm not begging. You are your begging, squalling little weakling. I'm not weak. What did you say? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not weak. I, he I'm, slams you back into the wall. I'm, I'm not weak. You are a little pathetic piece of trash. You are worth less than the lint I scrape out from between my toes. You are weak, Slam. I'm not weak. And he keeps pressing you up against the wall, but is also inching you closer to the sparking drill. I'm not weak. Say it, human. I'm not weak. The sparks start getting my skin. I'm weak. I'm weak. I'm weak. Castian stares at the sparking tool in his hand some ten years later, kind of rotating it before shaking his head. That memory is for some reason sparking as he was working on his latest toy in his private quarters in his ship. He shakes his head, takes a deep breath, and tries to focus on his breathing, only for his hand to suddenly cramp up in pain, and he drops the tool 
holds it closely to his chest and then pulls off his glove. And when you pull off your glove, this happens to be the hand that you broke in that memory, but it's never bothered you before. You had shoddy health care then, but the Empire has seen to you since then. Yeah. So it's strange for you to be having trouble with your hand, but when you remove the glove, you see that some of the veins leading from your fingertips are turning black. My fingertips? The veins under your... It's starting at your fingertips, and the veins in your the palm of your hand are turning black. I wrinkle my nose in disgust before taking hold of my glove and putting it back on. These veins have... I've noticed them since after Coruscant. And for now, I'm just going to be hiding that. I've had a full medical checkup. Droid says I'm fine. I haven't brought up the hand thing because I don't need the Emperor knowing about that little thing. So yeah, I quickly cover it up, take a breath, pick up the sparking tool again, and it's it's a small kind of welding torch, and I'm working on trying to fit a new cog into some random... It's a, it's a stupid droid. It's a ball that rolls. It's never going to work. And as you go back to work, you get a comm signal from Laris. <sighs> I said not to disturb me, Laris. Is it important? We have a communication... From High Inquisitor Tremaine. Oh, absolutely. Um, I look around my room. Castine is usually a very tidy fellow. Extremely tidy, honestly, to a fault. Not anymore. Everything seems to be out of place. Toys that he started to fix have been left on the wayside. Food dishes have been left out. Some on, even on his bed. Where does he sleep? And he quickly stands up and dusts off his Inquisitor robes that probably he's been wearing for the last couple days. What has had you so distracted? Are you out on a mission? Yes. Yes. Yes, the mission is what's distracting me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Castian is out looking. They're trying to track down someone called Fulcrum. Basically, Castian's trying to figure out their next point of origin. Uh, yes, Alaris, I will. Um, I'll take it on the bridge. Very good. Castian is opening the door, heading down the corridor towards the uh, Brigeri, passing Bone, who is fixing something, because the droid is always, is much like his owner, always fixing something. Droids do take on the personalities of their owners. It's a well-documented phenomenon. A bone <whistles> fix this, and I drop the tool at its feet. It's barking just a little too much for his liking. Bone has a little hand pop out of his chassis, picks up the tool, and absorbs it within his body. You arrive on the bridge, and you've been out for... How long have you been out on this mission? It's been like three months since Coruscant, and two months has been out on the field trying to find Fulcrum. And even though it's been two months, every time that you've come to the bridge, Laris has been there. As far as you are aware, has not left the bridge in two months. And yet she smells fantastic, and her outfit looks clean, whereas I, not so much. Uh, yes, um, is it a message or is it a direct line of communication? Direct line, sir. Excellent. Um, please leave. And he sits down in front of the screen. She. The last thing she does is she activates the screen and she walks out. I wait for the door to close before turning and bowing my head respectfully towards High Inquisitor Tremaine. High Inquisitor Tremaine, it's always a pleasure to hear from you, sir. Yes, yes. How goes your mission? Fantastic. I think I understand where Fulcrum is... What is her or his motivation? They seem to be following... Action. Excellent. Transmit all of your data to high command. I... I absolutely. Um, we are, I'm actually heading off to a planet where I think she might be at. There's an Athorian... There is no need for that. Should high command believe that you are on the right track, the fifth and sixth brother will be taking over. The fifth and sixth brother? You. There's been promotions in the... 
order. Yes. Was I considered for either one? I did stop the quakes in Coruscant, sir. Tremaine frowns. You should consider yourself grateful that you are still the tenth brother and did not suffer a demotion. Yes, sir. Absolutely, sir. You want me to give up on this mission, send- Correct. You have a new mission. A new, a new mi- Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, what is it, sir? You are to report to the Thrugi asteroid belt in the Socorro system. There is a mining facility in the asteroid belt that is of strategic interest to the Empire that has released a distress signal. You are to investigate. Castian waits for more information, like, hey, and there's reports that General Kenobi is leading a charge. But once he realizes Tremaine's just staring at him for a solid 15 seconds, Castian says, that's, that's it, I'm investigating a distress beacon from a mining facility. Correct. Sir, this is... I, I am very confident that Fulcrum is after this Athorian child that shows signs of false sensitivity. If I could get there before Fulcrum, we could, there could be set a trap of some sort. I, I, I th- it is no longer your concern. Yes, apparently a distress beacon is my concern. <clears throat> Correct. I will transmit. Uh, he reaches forward and, like a petulant child, just stabs at the keys, punching in what the hollow net frequency to send this message through. Download complete, sir. Tell the fifth and sixth brother, good luck. They will not need it. This mining facility, th- is there any other information that you can share about it? There is no other information that you need. It is a mining facility in the Thrugi asteroid belt. You are going to find out what has happened and restore communications with this mining facility that is of strategic interest. And am I working with a representative of the mining guild? No. Is it a mining guild's operation? Is it important to you that it is? Absolutely it's important. If it's a mining guild's operation, then I should know there are several different regulations and systems that are in place to- You do not need to worry about systems or regulations. Yes, sir. I'm always happy to serve. Good day. And he blinks out. Oh, Castian, you are very familiar with various rules and regulations that the Mining Guild is supposed to enforce. And if those rules and regulations are not enforced, then that probably means this is a mining facility that is not under the Guild's control. Laris! Laris comes back into the bridge. Laris, I need you to look up this mining facility near Socorum. Give me any information you can have on it. Who runs it? I don't think the Mining Guild is affiliated with it. Of course, sir. She goes back to one of the computer stations. Yeah. Instead of my character actually going back to his room, he's going to sit down and relax in the chair and just look out towards space. Kind of glowering. Sir. Yes. The mining facilities in the Socorro system, specifically in the Thrugi asteroid belt, do seem to be run by the Trandoshans. Trandoshans. Correct, sir. Much of the mining population is made up of prisoners and other Xeno. It's a slave mine. That seems to be an accurate assumption, based upon the data that I found. My character's hand starts hurting again, but he squeezes it until he feels his fingers dig into his palm and it stops. Then bring us to the asteroid field. Delightful. The places I take you, Laris, I swear, I sometimes spoil you. This is our second visit to the Socorro system, sir. Yes, I realize that. Seems like the Empire's suddenly very interested in what the Socorro system has to offer. Indeed, sir. Let's go. 
She starts to input the coordinates, and then she pauses. Sir, there is another transmission. If it's Tremaine, he's going to have to beg my forgiveness. No, sir, it is an encoded message. It seems to be an imperial naval code. It is a high-level code, sir. Is it up to date? Well, it is an older code, sir, but I do believe it checks out. I'll take that in my quarters. It's a message, not a communication, yes? Correct. Then I'll take it in my quarters. And I'm going to start marching back. Should I wait for your word to make the jump? Is there any contact information on the message, or...? No, sir. Interesting. Yes, just give me a moment to read it over, then I will tell you to jump. Of course. And yeah, I'm going to walk back to my quarters. And back in your quarters, when you pull up the communication, it's not just encoded at the computer level, but the actual text is run through a decryption protocol in order for you to be able to read it. So this is a high-level, very secret order, apparently. And the order is simple. Download the memory core of the Thrugi mining facility. Kind of wrinkle my nose. What's so interesting about a damn prison mine? Laris? Yes, sir. Download any information from the Holonet terminal concerning the Thrugi mining operation. Send it to my quarters, and then you can jump. Yes, sir. Primarily, what are they mining for? Of course, sir. And once she has that, I'm going to take a data pad, lay on my bed, and just read it. The information that she sends to your data pad uh, reveals that the Thrugi asteroid belt is primarily known for mining durium. It's an ore that is often used in building the outer hulls of spaceships. Huh. Must be another build-up for Star Destroyers. Interesting. Okay, well, if this is important for the Empire and Tremaine, I will do my duty. And I'm talking to myself. Delightful. Bone, get in here. Just play music. Laris, uh, we're ready for the jump. Yes, sir. And yes, I am going to wait this out. Uh, reading up on anything I could find else about the mining facility. It's probably just kind of like the input-output numbers. Nothing too exciting. Mm-hmm. So you're able to discern the area of the asteroid belt in general and approximately how much ore has been recovered over the last cycle. That is quite an impressive amount. The profits that have been reported and knowing what you assume about the people that are working there, this is a very profitable mine. Very much so. How are the shipment of workers? Basically, I want to see how quickly they run through their supply of workers before needing more. They do get very regular supplies of workers, Mm. very regular shipments, but there's no data about how many they're losing. You know, there's all mines have data about fatalities at their facilities. And you certainly don't expect them to be 100% honest on this. Right. But they have a very low mortality rate for the amount of ore that they are outputting. I assume they're lying because they're Trandoshans and they have no soul. So yeah, cool. I'm, I'm interested. Before we exit hyperspace, I'm going to head to the bridge so I can just kind of get a glance of this asteroid field before we get there. Yep. And you were already in the outer rim investigating where Fulcrum was, so it's only about a day's jump. That is why they decided to let me go on this, not because of punishment. Not at all. You were legitimately the closest Inquisitor. Why an Inquisitor is investigating the distress signal, that could be handed down because of punishment. I'm going to handle the hell out of this assignment. And you are back on the bridge when Laris takes you out of hyperspace. And there it is, an asteroid field. Joy, 
You should be able to fly through that, yes, no problem. It doesn't look like it's moving too quickly through. Correct, sir. Just be careful. Take us in nice and quick. Yes, sir. And as she begins navigating through, you're able to get a much closer look at all of these asteroids. And the first thing that you notice is a lot of these have already been mined out. Huh. Interesting. Laris, uh, look at that. Well, keep your eyes on this in front of us, but a lot of these asteroids have been dug through. That's very uncommon. What you, do, you don't usually do that. Like that one over there, it's split apart literally. That's actually a very dangerous thing to happen. Wow. It looks like every asteroid in this area is completely mined out. They must be expanding their shipbuilding process to a ridiculous degree. Perhaps, sir. Yes. Uh, fly in and try to get communications up with the facility. Yes, sir. And as she's flying in, you do eventually see an asteroid that does seem to have active equipment upon it. You can see some of the facilities that have been built on the outside of the asteroid, including a couple of docking ports and docking bays. You don't see any lights on. Sir, I am able to detect the distress signal, but there is no response to communication attempts. Is there an atmosphere in there? Yes, sir. All right. I'm going to need you to get me as close as possible. Do not land the ship in any of the docking bays. Just hover there. Let me jump out. I'll take Bone with me. last thing we need is to find out this is some sort of slave revolt and give them an active right out of there. Yes, sir. Are the docking bays open? One appears to be, sir. It is empty. Take that, then. And she navigates in. I'm going to take Bone with me. She's going to hover over the docking bay, lower the ramp a little bit, and we're, I'm going to jump down, and then I'm going to help Bone down with the force. You are able to jump down without difficulty, but I'm going to require an athletics roll with move in order to help Bone down. It's a little bit clumsy, I can imagine. Just a, a one difficulty. Know what? Because I have these, uh, we have three black destiny points, and which gives you nothing to use right now. I'm going to upgrade that one difficulty to a red die. Two successes, three advantages, and one light side. So I'm going to take that strain. All right. Yep, one strain, but no conflict for you. And I'm going to activate second win. I'm going to regain one strain per encounter. Wait a minute. What <laughs> the funny thing is, Ange? Flip that white you just gave me back to black because I'm using a light side point. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's what allowed you to do it, so you're welcome. Yes, yes. I got a bone down without too much problems. Oh, without any problems. You had a couple successes and advantages. It is the lightest landing that bone has ever had. You actually somehow knocked some grit loose that had been in his wheels, so he rolls more smoothly now. You're welcome. For now, I'm just going to have my blaster out. I'm going to have my lightsaber behind my back. Is there a terminal nearby? Yes, there is. Yep, I'm going to go lead Bone there. There is no power to it. Ah, damn it. Okay. Bone, Bone, you downloaded the information before we left the ship. Do you have a map of this place downloaded? He does. Okay. Lead me towards the, I guess, wherever this distress signal would be located at. He acknowledges you. And then rolls towards the door and bumps into it as it does not open. He tries to do it again. Oh, no power. Okay, hold on. I'm going to see if we could... I look around for any sign of... Well, it's possible that Bone could at, could interface with the door and force it open with mechanics. Mm -hmm. You could look around and see if there's anything you use to wedge it open. You have a lightsaber and a blaster. I'm not ready for that yet. I am actually going to get Bone to try to jury-rig this open. All right. Let's see. That is going to be 
That's going to be a mechanics roll for Old Bone, which is easily Bone's best stat, like, by a lot. And I'm going to help, because I have mechanics. Cat, not great for Bone, actually. Oh, did he fail? Because this game is awesome. Two failures, a triumph, and three advantages. (laughs) So he failed. But it's actually helpful for you guys that it failed. Okay, good. So it definitely fails. But Bone is able to uh, actually gain access to some of the computer subroutines. And he is now able to interact with the computer even though there's no power in the terminals here. So he's unable to get this door open. But he does let you know that there is power deeper within the facility and the, the computer is active. Pretty on backup power, but it is active. Can you ask any questions? Simple ones. Who initiated the distress beacon? Trandoshans. Is this a slave rebellion? Don't know. How long have you been on distress mode? Three days. Can you open the doors? No. You're incredibly helpful. Is there atmosphere on the other side of the door? Yes. Fine. I take out my lightsaber and and I stab it through the door. I'm going to try to cut my way through. And you do easily. So the, the camera is actually going to cut to the other side of the door and it just sees the, the red blade come through in the molten metal as you're cutting a door shape. And then I kick it and it falls over. All right, come on, Bone. I'll lift you over. I grab Bone by the dome and lift him over the small little rim that I didn't completely cut. And yeah, we're, we're through. And on the other side of the door, there's definitely atmosphere. The lights are in a single line down the ceiling, and they're flickering. So very horror movie-esque as you walk into this dark corridor with only flickering lights. Have we seen any sign of battles? Give me a perception roll. One difficulty. And uh, give yourself a blue die for Bones' assistance. Uh, Three successes. Just straight up. You don't see signs of battle, certainly, but you do see, you know, it's, it's dusty. Mines are always dusty. This is not, the, the corridor that you've walked into is obviously not an active mining area. You know, this is obviously some sort of, of facilitators area. So this is offices, but it's definitely, it's dusty because mining dust just gets everywhere. And so you see in some of the, the dust that's been disturbed, it looks like people have been dragged. You know, you see very obvious signs of, you know, like two feet were dragged through the, the dust. But there's no blaster fire evident. There's no blood. I try to follow the tracks. Let's see if I can. All right. And you got just three advan- uh, just three, three, Just three, just three successes, successes, yeah. Okay. If you would like to give me a second perception roll, this is going to be too difficulty. With no help from Bone this time. He's chatting with his computer friend. And I got one success, one threat. Okay. As you're you're trying to follow these tracks, you do hear voices that are coming from in a uh, probably a perpendicular corridor, but they seem to hear you as well because they're they're chatting. You can't make out what they're saying, and then one goes, "Shh, did you hear that?" I pause. I'm going to deactivate my lightsaber. Put it behind me, and then just have my blaster as I'm walking forward. And as you step forward, you see this entrance to another corridor 
like I said, a perpendicular corridor, and you see two people standing there holding truncheons, you know, clubs, essentially. You see a Zabrak and a Twi'lek. They're both wearing uniforms of someone that would work in the offices of the mine. And they're like, halt, slave. Slave. <laughs> That's cute. I'm here to answer your distress speaking. Oh, uh, apologies. We've had it in the, uh, it's a, a Zabrak male who has lowered his truncheon and is attaching it to his belt. Sorry, we've been having some difficulties, obviously. Weren't sure who was coming down the corridor. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank you. We're so happy to see you. Give me a perception roll. Difficulty two. One triumph, one threat. You see the, the Zabrak look out of the corner of his eye at his partner. It is a female Twi'lek. They're both relatively young adults, honestly, probably around your age. But, you know, they work for a living in a mine. What have you done with your life? I don't know. I'm the 10th brother forever. So you see the Zabrak look out of the corner of his eye. He looks a little nervous. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for, for coming. Uh, I'm, I'm Malvik. Uh, this is, this is, uh, Lekka. Lekka? Malvik? Delightful. What seems to be the problem? We've had some trouble with the, the workers on the station. Uh, and we, that's why we sent out the distress signal. We're certainly getting things back under control, but, it's always good to have reinforcements. You do have reinforcements, right? Oh, no, I'm alone. Well, I'm, as I said, we have most things under control, so that is, that is fine. Fantastic. Well, if you have everything on control, then I'm just going to head back to my ship. Uh, it's Excellent. Safe flying. Absolutely. Good luck yourself. I'm just staring at him. And they just stare at you. Are we done playing yet? <laughs> I'm just going to shoot him <laughs> with the blaster. And you have quick draw, so you are going to be able to do that. But, yeah, in fact, I'll let you get one shot. For that triumph? Yes. Yes. Uh, but let's increase the uh, difficulty because I had a threat. You'll get one setback die. I like it. There we go, people. That is teamwork right there. So I'm going to shoot them. And you said uh, two purple and a uh, setback? Yes. One success and one advantage. And so how much damage does that do? Uh, that does six stun damage. I am going to be stunning these people for now. I need to question them. So you get a good shot in at Malvik, mm -hmm. and he stumbles back. He's been shot in the, the shoulder. And now roll me some initiative, and that is going to be Vigilance. Two successes. And do you want Bone to participate? Yes, Bone. Please, take them out, little wooden boy. <laughs> Bone goes last. All right, so Cassian, you get another shot in. I am going to shoot that guy again. <laughs> one triumph and one threat. All right, that's going to be a critical success then. If you'd like to roll a d100. 58. 58. Ooh, gives him an agonizing wound. The target increases the difficulty of all brawn and agility checks by one until the end of the encounter. Excellent. So he got another six stun damage. All right. Well, actually, then the end of the encounter for him is right now. You have knocked out Malvik. Great. But of course, Lekka still stands. So she is going to attack you with her truncheon. It's a very effective weapon. She's still got one success. Good for her, man. You get three strain. Cool. Does that even make it past your... Soap. No, no, no. So she comes up and she just whacks you in the stomach with <sighs> this. As you get closer, you see that it's just a length of pipe. 
but of course you you have heavy clothing. Yeah. Yeah. So it just you it whacks you in the stomach. But when she's closer, you see that this woman is very malnourished. So there is not very much strength at all behind this hit. And Bone is going to roll up and is going to use his little shock gloves. Can we say he uses the little shock tool that I gave him to recalibrate? He's recalibrated and made it more yes. intense. I like it. Oh, but he fails. He he walks up to her, but it's not he hasn't had a chance to, to really fix it yet, so it sparks but rather ineffectively. Your turn. She is now I mean, she's in melee range. I mean you could reach out and you know, she's within arm's length at this point. So it's down to just one difficulty if you use the blaster on her. I'm gonna try to can I try to restrain her? To grapple her? Yeah, grapple her. Yeah, that's going to be a brawl check. It's too difficulty because melee is always two. No result. You reach for her, but she she's small but wily, so she twists out of the, the way as you try to grab her. And she tries to hit you again and fails. Cool. This is an excellent combat. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so let's get Bone in on this. That's better. Uh, Bone, again, rolls up to her and and has the little weapon out, the, the little soldering tool out, and uh, is able to hit her for two strain. Um but he does roll a couple of threats, so he's now in your way, and you're going to have one setback die in your next attack against her. I'm actually going to step away from her and take an aim towards the downed Zabrak, mm. and I'm going to look towards her, and it's like, this is no longer on stun. If you keep fighting, I'll put a bolt in his head. Give me a coercion roll. Difficulty two. One success and four advantages. She has the pipe up, wielding it like a bat, ready to take a swing for the outfield. And she glares at you for a moment, and then she drops it. What are you going to do with us? Who are you? Who are you working for? I am Agent Saya of the Imperial Security Bureau, and I am here responding to a distress beacon of, I'm assuming, a slave rebellion. Is that correct? What does the ISB want to do with us? Well, we... We technically own this place, so I suppose I want you to put on these. And I toss her my restrainer cuffs. Put them on. Because you had so many advantages, she does. Normally, she would not be so inclined. But that was a lot of advantages. I turn on the stun setting again and put another bolt in her friend. I need him to not wake up for a while. And I reach out and I grab her. Come along, you're with me. So, how long has it been since you took over the facility? You know how long it's been. You have all the information. Oh, no, I wish I did. I wouldn't have to be dragged out to this dretch of society. I told you it's been three days. Ah, yes, and let me guess. For three days, you've just eaten whatever you wanted, bathed, had fun with each other, giggled, and enjoyed your little freedoms. And Instead of trying to figure out a way to escape, slaves are all the same. So short-sighted, disgusting creatures. We did try to escape, and she's like, She's fighting you, but it's a very token fight. You mm-hmm. don't even have to struggle to yeah. keep her in place. They have all the ships on lockdown. Ah, uh, well, you didn't really think this through. We Come along, it. we're going to the memory core. Thought it through enough. Yeah, I'm going to push her forward, and I'm just going to start marching. March, child! Not child. Oh, yes, you are. You're worse than a child. You're an alien. She's, she grumbles in Twi'lek. You know the basic things that you need to know to survive in various alien languages, primarily the curse words. Yep, she's angry, but yeah, I'm pushing her forward. So are you the leaders? No, you're not the leaders. I'm assuming it's a human. I don't have to tell you anything. Well, that's true. At least I don't have to hear you talk much that way. Bone, 
Is she leading us in the right direction towards the memory core? Let's see if she is. I mean, of course she is. He says yes. Come along, keep moving, child. And yeah, he's just going to keep on pushing her shoulder. Castian doesn't like doing this, but he's basically adopting this, I'm going to be bad. I'm going to focus on what I need to do instead of focusing on the fact that I am literally pushing a slave around like people used to push me. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like I'm mimicking the people who used to hurt me in order to get through this. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he's pushing her to go faster. And she stumbles a a couple of times, but... It was, she's mostly keeping up, and she leads you to a corridor that has a sealed door at the end. Is it locked like the one in the docking bay? Yes, I have to contact our leader and give a code word in order for it to be activated. There's a, and she points where you see a little intercom interface. I just need to press that button. Is she telling the truth? I don't know. Is she? Let's see. That's going to be, roll me deception. Actually, no, she should roll it, shouldn't, shouldn't she? What is your deception? Two greens. So she rolled she rolled a triumph and a success. She is totally telling the truth. It's not that she wants to help me. She's just so terrified by my presence. I am the tenth brother, after all. You don't get that by just opening up a Cracker Jack box. I'm pressing my blaster against her head and whispering, this is no longer unstunned. Don't do anything foolish. But of course, yeah, I believe her. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do to me that hasn't already been done. There's a couple of buttons on the intercom interface, and she presses the red one. You don't know exactly what a red button does, but has a red button ever done anything good? No. And as soon as she presses that button, you hear a a mechanical whirring coming from the ceiling, and two weapons turrets lower from the ceiling roll me cool. Three successes and a triumph. Wow. Yeah. All right, so you are going to get to go first. It goes Cassian, Lekka, Turret, Bone. Cassian, he's going to pull out his lightsaber and jump for this thing using his maneuver to attack it. And then... I'm going to say, so I'm looking at Quick Draw right now, because you have your blaster out. Mm-hmm. Quick Draw allows you to, once per round on your turn, draw or holster a weapon as an incidental. I don't think you can draw your lightsaber as an incidental. I'm going to drop my blaster. Okay, I'll allow that. I know, I'm not happy with that decision either, but it's a... You said it was a turret behind me? Yes. Yeah. There's I mean, there's two. Yeah, I can't really... T- I'm going to drop my blaster. Oh, God, I don't want her to shoot me. I know she is going to, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to drop my blaster and pull up my lightsaber and attack this thing. First, I need to d- generate my force point. I got two successes, three advantages, and two a dark side, so I'm going to use my dark side point to jump for it. All right. Jump, jump. And that's a conflict right there. Yes, it is. And I'm going to slash at it now. Go right ahead. Is it two purple? Yes. One success and two advantages. But I think two advantages is all I need for my crit. Yep. On a lightsaber? Yes. All right, so roll me crit. A 20. The turret is distracted. (laughs) <laughs> I nicked, like, one of its sensors or something. Yep, so it cannot perform a free maneuver during its next turn. So how much damage did you do? So that is seven points of damage of a lightsaber. Yeah, so, yeah, you don't have enough soak. So, yes, it just takes seven wounds straight up. Got it. All right, and now it is going to be Lekka's turn. Lekka hit the ground as soon as she pushed that button. She knew what was coming. So she is belly crawling across the way, trying to get away from the turrets. And you see her crawl 
over the blaster, and then you have to attack the turret so you don't see what happens after she is on top of the blaster. Okay. And now the turret. And so the turrets are, for listeners, the turrets are class 5 droids. Mm -hmm. I think technically, according to the book, they should be class 4, considering anything that kills is a class 4. But these literally can do nothing other than kill. They can't move. Mm -hmm. All they do is sense and shoot. So... We're not giving, we're, we're downgrading them to class five. And they both go at once. All right. Not bad. All right. So they are going to hit you for the, the two turrets are both firing at the same time and they hit you for six strain. Uh, yeah. That's two strain then because of soak. Bone does not have any ranged ability. So he's just kind of going back and forth in the corridor, trying not to get shot. But you also notice that the turrets are not tracking him at all. Both turrets are trained on you. Great. And back to you, Castian. I'm going to hit the one that's wounded. All right. Is this again with your lightsaber? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Again, I got a crit. It's two damage, two advantages. And so that's going to be eight. That takes it out. Yeah. I stab it through its sensor hole that I distracted earlier. Yes. Cool. It's Leka's turn, and she has crawled back to the beginning of the corridor and she stands up and she has the blaster and she looks at you for a moment, looks at the blaster, then turns and runs. Do you want to give Bone any orders? Actually, no, I'm sorry. The turret goes before Bone. Yeah. And the turret again gets two successes and an advantage against you. So that is now seven points of strain damage from just one turret. Yeah, Good job, use, yeah. little turret. I'm going to use second wind to reduce that. So Yes, this is a new three. encounter. So two, so another two, so nine. I have nine strain. Now it's Bone's turn. Did you want to give him an? I'm telling Bone to try to shut down the security. Okay. So Bone is going to interface with the computer, and that's what. Yeah, he's going to spend his turn doing that. Great. Actually, I should roll to see if to see if he's successful. He fails. Bone. All right. So now it's your turn. I'm going to spin around. I'm going to attack this thing, and I got two successes and a triumph. All right. That definitely crits so this is the first time that you've hit this turret so Uh, 42 i'm going to tell you that that crit does not make any sense but i believe with a triumph you can just sunder the weapon i'm going to sunder the weapon like i think that would just count as all four steps in one great yeah yeah, let's do it so your lightsaber comes up and just slices across the blaster barrel that is pointing out And you can tell that this droid essentially is still active. You know, it's still tracking your movements, but it can no longer fire. And being the dark sider that I am, I'm going to stab it until it's dead. And you do so. And I'm going to growl a little bit as I turn towards where she ran off. Mm -hmm. And then I look back towards Bone. Where was she leading us? Bone thought she was leading you towards the memory core. Get another read from the system. See if this is... Where the memory core is located. And he taps into it. Nowhere close. In fact, on the other side of this sealed door is actually open space. Oh, she's so adorable, that one. Come along, Bone, and try to find us a way to the memory core. And yeah, we're heading that way. I'm guessing the memory core also houses... It's kind of like the main area where... Maybe it has, like, that's where the security controls are, the power system's at, that kind of thing. Which is why I want to go there. 
Correct. That that is a a fair assumption because cool. you've Great. obviously you have been in mines before, and you know that while each one has a unique layout, just by the needs of in you know, every asteroid is different, every mine is different. Uh, they're all special snowflakes. So the actual layout is always going to differ, but there are core components that you can always count on. And something like a memory core is definitely going to be well-guarded and most likely in one of the more interior areas of the the operations facility like you're in now. Cool. So you're most likely in the right area, but beyond that, you, you have Bones map, but not sure if you can trust Bones navigation skills at this point. Bone, 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 bone. I'm going to ask Bone to try to figure out where the memory core is. I'm not going to chase a Twi'lek ever, like, through the... I'm not going to play Michael Myers in space. But it would be so fun. She does have my gun, though. I'm very disappointed about that. She does. That's better. All right. Bone has a pretty good idea of where to go now. Let's go, Bone. Try to be more careful. Don't lead us to wild space. Sad beeps. Bone is sorry. Of course he is. As you walk back through the corridors, give me a perception roll. Difficulty two. One success, one triumph, and two advantages. As Bone leads you into another corridor, you see the turret openings in the ceiling are getting to open. But it's with enough time, like, the turrets have not actually come out yet, so there is plenty of time for you to back away, make a run for it. How many turrets? With the, the Triumph, you see that along this corridor, only one is opening, but now that you know what to look for, it looks like there's two more farther down the hall that have not opened yet. And is this leading to... It's Bone says this is the most direct way to get to the memory core. Yeah, okay. They're probably going to have high security. I'm basically going to try to get around the corner. I want to see what I'm dealing with before I actually attack it. So we're going to go back, mm-hmm. hide behind the corner, and I'm going to peek, my, I'm going to peek out. To All right. Glance to see if it's just like little. If it's like a little baby blaster, I'll deal with it. But if it's like high deal at at cannon, then I might have to question how I'm doing this. As soon as you duck away, the turret seems to pause as it's lowering. There's very obviously some kind of sensor for warm bodies, mm-hmm. and so it paused. And then when you duck out, it starts coming back down again. It's like red light, green light. Mm-hmm. And it's larger than the last one that you saw, but certainly not some sort of heavy gunnery. So right. most likely this is going to be a more dangerous turret, but not an at-at. Not something that you would put on a vehicle. Is there any terminals in this corridor? Computers difficulty two. Two successes, one threat. You see one at the other end of the corridor. Bone. See that terminal there? Head that way. I think these things aren't tracking anything but warm bodies. Head to that and try to shut them off. Bone shakes his dome. No. What do you mean, no? They're not going to attack a droid. He does not seem convinced of that. You could give a leadership role and order him. I will. That is going to be just one difficulty. Two successes, two threats. Bone? That's an order. Listen, the last time these things attacked, they just attacked me. They weren't interested in you. They're scanning for body thermals, not for droid electronics. You'll be fine. They don't assume that the slaves will have a droid working for them. Sad beeps. You'll be fine. Uh, Just have a stiff upper chip. And he rolls out 
very slowly. But you are correct. Nothing is going to attack him. I'm keeping an eye out because if they do, then I will give him a target. But yeah, I'm, I'm having him go and try to shut down the security parameters. Mm-hmm. And he makes it to the other end. Because of your threats, I want to give him setback dice. But Bone is so good at computers. Or actually, no, it's mechanics that he has that. Never mind. All right, Bone has a setback die. It's still a pretty good roll. All right. And he makes it. There, It's a tense couple of seconds as that turret has remained in place. It is pointed at the core. The, this turret does seem to know exactly where you're at, but is not going to fire until it has a direct target. Mm-hmm. It's a very tense moment as you're waiting for Bone. And then you hear the sound of it powering down. I let out a breath and I slowly, much like Bone did, go around the corner. And nothing happens. Then I bravely stroll forward. Bone gives some excited, victorious beeps. Yes, you did a good job. You did your job well. Congratulations, just crazy thing. I give a, a wry smile, then I look towards the door. Where does this lead? It leads to uh, just more corridors. This is the most direct way to the memory core, Mm -hmm. but it is a little bit of a maze. Can you start eternal communications? I want to try to send a message to this little rebellion. He hooks up to his computer terminal. As you're watching him on the terminal, you know you have some decent computers, right? Uh, I have like I have two. All right, that's that's enough that you can see that he's definitely tapped into the communication systems. But before he can give you the go-ahead. You hear a voice. Hello, agent. I look around. Is it from the terminal or... Speakers. And who am I speaking to? You sound a lot more educated than that thing I spoke to earlier. Leku, Liku, Laika. What was her number? I'm better off numbers. You do not need to know anyone's designation. This is Gilnuri Tand, and I am now responsible for this facility. I see. Did you file out the correct paperwork? There is no more need for paperwork in the Socorro sector. Do you really think the Empire is going to allow a bunch of slaves to take one of their facilities? I think that this facility is no longer under the Empire's command. Ah, but they sent me, and I represent the Imperial Command structure, and I am here to clean house. So, you are very lucky. I actually have a very soft spot for slaves. I don't want our property to be broken. So, I'm going to give you all the chance to surrender. And when you do, I will make sure the Trandoshans, if they're not killed, uh, uh, do not harm you in any way. You will be punished. Probably food rations will be cut in half, but you'll survive. And uh, you will continue to serve the Empire in all its glory. You're welcome. In order to surrender, you would have to be able to find us. How hard could it be? You're on the memory core. It's the most secure location in this area. Then you are welcome to come and find us. You're going to get everyone in this entire facility killed. Do you realize that? And if we continued to operate under Trandoshan authority, that would happen anyway. At least this way we die on our own two feet. Oh, you speak for your people. Put me on speaker. Let them hear my words. Don't decide for them like a Trandoshan. Let them make their decision. We all stand as one. They can hear you plenty. Then hear me now. I know how this plays out. You got a taste of freedom. You got all the food you got to eat. You probably got to frack whoever you wanted to frack without the 
teasing glare of a Trandoshan next to you. You got to sleep in a bed. You didn't have to wake up and work. Your body no longer hurts. That's only temporary. When this is done, you will all be dead if you do not surrender. Life is life. Death is death. Decide which one you want now. Follow your own advice, agent. And the communication cuts. I growl. Take out my lightsaber and just stab through the door. I'm not even trying to open it. I'm doing this the old-fashioned way. Bone, give me everything you have on this mistand. Bone does not have much on her. Bone is still hooked up to the computer terminal and is trying to access records of everyone in the facility and isn't able to to get to it. In fact, actually, he reports that he thinks that prisoner records have been wiped. So all he knows is he ran a holonet search for the name and Gilnuri Tand is a Nautilin who has rebel sympathies. Of course he's a rebel. But the holonet has no record of her being captured. Bone, can you try to communicate with Laris, or are they blocking us? He can get a weak signal out. Or you could send something text only, and that would be more likely to get through. Find information on uh, Tan. I give her what I've already found. All right. See if he can get that out. Yeah, he gets that to her. Cool. And I'm going to cut my way through. She'll contact me when she can. And you cut through the door like it was butter, because that is what lightsabers do. And in the next corridor, it is a long corridor with flickering lights. And yet once more, you hear the familiar, the now familiar sound of auto turrets opening. I let out a Sam Beckett-like sigh. Oh boy. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fandible Solo Shot, Star Wars, Force and Destiny. Please follow Fandible on Twitter and Facebook and share this episode on social media. You can also leave a review for Fandible on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice to help others find us and enjoy games like this one. You can also be found on Patreon if you wish to make a monthly donation that helps us keep our equipment up to date and travel to gaming conventions to meet listeners like you. But most importantly, always remember, may the Force be with you.